0: Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais in very thankfully a sunny Ontario for a change instead of a snow-covered Ontario. Spring has arrived and we're really grateful for that. And so this is the 169th episode of the Yakking Show. This is the show to open you to new perspectives so you can survive in the changing world we're living in. And it's certainly changing every day. It's not my job to introduce introduce guests. We always have interesting guests, but Kathleen does that job a lot better than I do. So first, let's welcome Kathleen from Ontario. How are you doing today, Kathleen?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Peter, for that intro. And thank you all so very much for tuning into our show. We so appreciate you. And we love reading your comments. So please keep those coming. And if anyone out there is interested in being a guest on our show, please don't hesitate to reach out to either Peter or myself. And as Peter mentioned, we do have another special guest with us today. His name is Rich Kozak. Rich, welcome to the show. How are you today?
2: I am blessed and I'm really glad to be here. Thank you, Catherine.
1: Now, Rich, you are a leader and an expert in helping businesses and professionals strategically maximize the impact of the branding process. And that's what we're going to delve into today. But for the sake of our audience, can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you developed a passion for helping entrepreneurs
2: Sure. And that intro was marvelous. And it might have sounded a bit academic or like heavy to your listeners. Uh, Let's just say this, we're going to take advantage of the season and spring you uh, into a lighter understanding and a useful practical understanding of what it means to brand you as an individual, as an umbrella brand that's unique and help you understand it because the world does the opposite about branding and so it's clarity today here's my background see if i i'm going to light a match and see if i can do it before i burn my fingers just so you understand the main point is everything's been marketing and it ended up at high level branding and it goes like this i had created five businesses by the time i graduated from high school i sold toys i sold fireworks i played in a band i booked bands and then uh, I I, and I ran a painting company. <laughs> okay, so I am an entrepreneur. <laughs> that's why I developed a passion because I, I, lo- I guess I love myself. I don't know, but that's not supposed to be self-aggrandizing. It's just I enjoy envisioning something that doesn't occur and making it happen and making business out of it. And I have for a long, long time. I have an insatiable curiosity. So when I see people and I connect with people's hearts, I get passionate about what they do. So it's just my gift. Okay. So that turned into, I picked marketing as a, you know, as a major, got a degree, um, ended up being, uh, um, you know, it's was marketing entertainment because we were booking bands, trying to get sell bands to record companies. When I came back and finished my degree, I went industrial. I worked for a fortune 50 company in the field industrial. So I was like in factories and calling on engineers, but always marketing lifting up the brand I worked for, if you will. Um, when I moved from that, I was president of the American Marketing Association in Southern California. And I shifted to a research company where I sold to research managers. So I became versed at discussing validity, uh, important in research, a lot of lying going on. Don't do that. Um, and, uh, and, and, and understood multivariate statistical analysis, not to do it, I'm not a researcher, but the importance of different types of research to understand the target audience's mindset and their behavior. So I went from there to an ad agency who, and I was there for 20 years. So I was the executive vice president at a integrated marketing communications firm. Okay. So it's like, that's all the pieces where you literally take a client's budget And that was B2B. So the budgets were, you know, a couple hundred thousand to a million, you know, small kind of stuff. Not big old, you know, please don't squeeze the Charmin $25 million ad budgets or pharmaceuticals, but, but, you know, chipsets for the new disk drive, you know, those kind of things, right? Semiconductors and whatever. And 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 we became partners in a branding consortium, branding partnership that is worldwide. So I end up my career with partners in 21 countries on global brand teams, eliciting using a process of research to elicit the, the roots of the brand at the company in wherever Germany, mm-hmm. and then moving it to another country. It's like, man, I was addicted. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of background. If you want me to talk about any area of marketing and how it relates to branding and what the difference is, which I'm about to give you a couple of one-word examples of what the difference is so you are clear, because we promise clarity, I'm your guide. But I can talk for weeks, so don't get me started. So there it is. Um, entrepreneurism, marketing, branding, long career. I'm in my 45th year of marketing and defining and languaging brands my own from a teen early teenager and to 14 billion dollar companies that are public which my largest client at the agency and now only individuals who want to impact people's lives or the world it's all about impact driven branding and i work with impact driven brand champions individuals there you
0: go Wow, that is really, really good. And uh, we could keep on that same track for hours, I'm sure. But we we, we have an international audience and they're not all business people. Uh, as mm-hmm. I mentioned before we started the show, we, we've interviewed a lot of authors and all sorts of people. So many people have a very hazy idea of what branding is all about. Uh, you know. And, and we also have some rural customers who think branding is something you do to cattle, right? When you lay them down in the corral. So explain to no, i'm not being facetious i there are people that i talk to that think that's what branding is all about and i have a farming background too so um but tell our audience your version of what is branding
2: well let's start with the farm okay the reason that you're doing that is to mark the source of the cattle in other words yeah. hey bob that 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 heifer's mine over there that this all hit for it, it's yours right there because you have to put a brand on it so you can tell the source. That's the whole reason that that branding was created to identify the source. No different today. But let's talk about you, non business people or whomever. It could be your business, your calling, your work, whatever you do as a listener here. I want you to think about you right now. So, your brand, I want you to think about branding as one word perception, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: but it's not your perception. (laughs) It's everybody else's of you. So brand is everyone's perception of your work, of you, what you stand for, who you are, what your characteristics are, their perception. Branding is everything you can do to create and shape a consistent perception mm-hmm. that serves you to take your work where you want it to go. Brand is perception, and it's not your perception. Does that help? Yeah, so absolutely. It,
1: is that why is brand is that why branding is so misunderstood? Then
2: <laughs> the definition is not why. I will explain why in. Uh, Let's see if I can do it in 15 seconds. Why is branding so misunderstood? Those who use the word to sell things. Okay. Mm -hmm. So pick any marketing service seller, even somebody who's in the branding, but those who use the word branding, this will help your branding. You should do this to have better branding. Use it one of two ways. They either use it incorrectly because if you let a match and made them define what the process is to make a brand come alive and what the process of branding really they couldn't they burn their fingers and you connect, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Or they are using the word intentionally as an entrancement. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And it's tied to jargon words like essence Mm -hmm. and niche Mm -hmm. and things to make you think that there is this special language, special wisdom that only they have and you must buy them. But I'm here to tell you, it is just, look, I've done it with $14 billion companies. I've done it with teenager. It is just a process and it is a step-by-step iterative. That means step-by-step process that when you do it, you can guide it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, does that help? That's how I got misunderstood. People use it all the time. And then people think, and look at the world. They say, what you need is a brand. And they start to think it's something that gets put on them right, like right. that brand on the heifer, right? Yeah. Like somebody create, Oh, you know what? I'm going to do it right now for, uh, for, uh, for Kathleen, Kathleen, you are the, 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 the beauty of the beauty and the beast of podcasting. That's it. Okay. Next. Yeah. It's like, If I slap something on you and now you have to become it, Mm -hmm. where does that leave you in terms of accessing your own authenticity? Mm -hmm. It doesn't. And so branding gets the reputation of being tricked, of being in unauthentic, of being intentionally mind bending, You kind of like advertising, you know, it's like we want you to done from the inside of a person. And that's, the only work I do now, it is totally congruent with the individual and it gives that individual whatever they're doing. They could be an author, they could be an expert, they could have created a method or a product. It gives them access to their own authenticity and the language of the brand is consistent and they can't get off track and they can, can create a consistent perception
0: Yep, absolutely. That's and, and it's I, I got to reinforce what you said it doesn't just apply to business and and I give you a prime example um, I I am a regular church goer and we had a visiting pastor some time back who was an expert on the book of Genesis right and I think I'm preaching to the home crowd here um mm-hmm. So he's been referred to several times, and every time his name is mentioned, someone says, oh, yeah, that's that's the expert on Genesis, right? Yeah. So just an example of, of strong branding that's a perception that is totally outside the business arena. So I... that one, Yeah, thank you. So, so we have brands that ha- create good perceptions and we have brands that create negative perceptions and Netflix, I think, is going through the latter right at the moment for all sorts of reasons. We don't need to get political at the moment. What's the difference? How how does a company or their marketing agent or their people oh, create a good brand and what makes that a good brand?
2: Kind of changed the direction of that right at the end there.
0: <laughs> I'm
2: kind of glad you did because yeah. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So how, how does, how, how, you know, forget the agent. Let's talk about the the listener right now. If you're listening to this podcast, how do you, what makes a good brand? What can you do? How do you think about what makes your brand a good brand? Okay. A brand that comes alive. Let's define a good brand. It comes alive. When you say it, people go really, huh? I, I, I want that. What, what's in there? oh you know what i gotta go but can i have your business card it comes alive it doesn't fall flat because most brands and hear this i've been doing this 45 years big companies individual most brands fall flat and fall flat sounds like oh okay yep (laughs) so kathleen goes like we have this podcast and we deal with the iterative, the 13 iterative steps of hey that's really great yeah listen um yeah. Hey, hey, let's do lunch in LA. That's what, let's do lunch, which means I'm never going to talk to you again. Yeah.
1: Oh, is that what that means? <laughs> it does.
2: Here, yeah. <laughs> I never said that, but I always wanted to. So thank you for giving me. Yeah. You know. uh, when I ever said let's do, I really meant it. You know, people would go like, "Oh, really?" You know, no, no, no. Seriously, let's do lunch. Okay. But um, yeah. So the four things that make a brand come alive. Number one. And I'm speaking to individuals now, please, because you're listening as an individual. If you're listening to this, this is you I'm talking about. Congruence. The brand must be congruent with you, inside of you, you know, that authenticity. So Mm -hmm. if you pick a brand or product or an industry or whatever that is not congruent with you, like let's say you graduate from college and you decide, I'm going to Wall Street, I'm going to be a stockbroker, you know, and you were... It's not really you, but you're going to do that because you think you have to, or you'll always be in conflict. So number one is congruence. When the passion, the vision of what I know I see I can do, or the way I can touch others' lives, when my work thrives, because I just got started, or when my work thrives, I'm at this level, but I'm going to take it to another level. When we get to thrive, this is the impact that I see. It's passionate, it's connected, and it is you. Congruence, number one. Number two, consistency. And no, they're not all C's because that would sound contrived and I don't do contrived, but it would be tricky, but no, we're not going to do that. Number two is consistency. Think about a person. You just met somebody and they say, hey, you know, I'm going to be there in 10 minutes and they get there in 20 minutes. And then they say, you know, I was thinking about writing a book and you ask them a year later, you go, "Has that book coming? They go, oh yeah, I have, I'm, I'm thinking about writing a book. It's like, if if or they say, hey, you know, they do something and they're not consistent, they don't do what they say they're going to, it's like, how do you think about them as a person? Or if they say, if you say, so what do you do? And they say it one way, and then somebody else comes up and says, what do you do? And they say it a different way. Listen to that. And then another person comes up and says, what do you do? And they say it a different way. They just said the same thing three different ways. What does that do? It creates either confusion or misinformation and hey people do that all the time i mean i could yell through this microphone don't do that but i won't but i hopefully i just did <laughs> brands even big brand big big brands do that they just don't get the idea that it's consistent consistency and it's not just of language it's consistency of of, of the look mm-hmm. You know, individual entrepreneurs, Some somebody says, oh, I need a brochure. So they go to one guy for a brochure. And then they need something else. And they go to somebody. And they get all these hodgepodgey looks. What does that do? It creates inconsistency. And it creates yeah. confusion. And it's like, oh, I, you're the green one? Or are you the yellow? Well, we're really both. You know, it's like, really? No, you're not. So it's inconsistency of language and looks. So number two is consistency. If you forgot, number one, it was congruence. Number two is consistency. Number three, and and this is where my work in brand development is heavily up front loaded before brands get this, have it at their disposal, and then they can come alive and attract faster and grow their business faster. It is language that transfers energy now we already said consistency so let's add the word consistent language that transfers energy so let me give you an uh, example Uh, may i give you an example would that be okay yeah okay so how many financial advisors are there in the world gazillions right every street corner so a guy comes to me and he says hey my name is frank i want to i need your help i'm i've been doing this for decades i want to take this to another level and uh, I, I mean, I spent a lot of time in this business, but I know I can help people, particularly people that are, that save a lot of money and they don't want to hand that money to somebody that's a financial advisor, works for Edward Jones, or whoops, sorry about that, works for, uh, you know, what, so, whoever, right? and I'm sorry, Edward Jones, sorry, about that nothing wrong with Edward Jones, um, but as a class of business, uh, financial advisors, wherever they come from, are known as, you know, they're trained to sell. That's what they do. And they get spiffed. And, uh, and so anyway, so Frank says, I, so he, he begins in my brand accelerator group and it's seven days over eight weeks. And all of the work in the seven steps of impact driven branding is done, including titles and subtitles of content that will take the brand out three or four years. And we were on day four you uh, come back after the month break and the homework. And, and I said, Frank, I've, I've written a, a new, uh, um, elevator speech for you. to hear here. He said, yeah. I said, okay. So ask me, you know, Frank, what do you do? Hey, you know, nice tie. Frank, what do you do? Well, for years, I served as a financial advisor. And you know how many of those are? Oh, yeah. Well, I got, I made a decision to serve people at a much higher level, particularly committed savers. I created my own company called Safe Savings Options. And today I serve as a saver's wealth advocate. Does that help? What does Frank do? You don't even know. But if you save a hundred thousand dollars, you're going, oh, listen, no, I got to go, but can I have your card? Saver's wealth advocate? Welcome to Frank's new brand. Language that transfers energy. Now, in that case, it's like the dog on the YouTube video. It's like, what's in there? <laughs> you no, know, I looked in the refrigerator. What's what was in there? The maple pie. You know, the guy was like th- millions of, you know, look it up. Dog maple bacon. Maple bacon. You'll see what I mean. Branding is the same way. People go like, oh wow, um, savers wealth advocate. Um, wow, Frank, I, I'd like to know more. What? What do? You, can I have your card? They want. I want that. What? What's in there? Mm-hmm. I want that. What's in there? What you just experienced was an intangible brand promise wrapped into an elevator speech to make a brand transfer energy and come alive. So, if you ask me, so Rich, okay, let's get to cut the check. You're a branding consultant. So, what do you do? I could say, well, I managed the 31 consecutive steps of the branding continuum, and you'd be asleep, and my brand would fall flat. I'd say, well, people tell me I put rocket fuel in their branding gas tank. It doesn't even mean anything, but it transfers energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and if the language is congruent with the characteristics your brand must be known for to make those impacts, everything you say and do from the point you've defined and languaged your brand aligns with the impacts that you've said you'll make when your brand thrives, Everything the brand says and does aligns with the impacts that you've envisioned making, and the confusion doesn't occur. The misinformation doesn't occur, you know. And um, because of the process, you also won't waste your money on marketing. The <laughs> <laughs> brand's ready to open its mouth, so you won't be wasting all that money. Um, four is is uh, recognizability. And it's just visually and 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 uh, visually and um, and the language recognizability, so <clears throat> congruence, consistency, language that transfers energy and recognizability, and people don't know that because <laughs> <laughs> nobody teaches branding. Yeah,
0: That's right. and and if I can just jump in, that that many people get one two and four or some of them right not that many get number three right
1: Mm
2: -hmm. yeah they struggle with it they even say things like well what kind of content do you you know because we have to post we have to post on facebook so what kind of content and they get a new dog and they go i you know i posted my dog it's like oh boy
1: right (laughs) so rich what you've just described um it's what makes a good brand so again Mm -hmm congruency, consistency, language that transfers energy and recognizability. So good that's those are the ingredients. That's the secret sauce to making a good brand. But how does a company first envision and then define that brand?
2: Um, you're asking in the present tense, uh, not in the conditional tense, how should it? Um, how would it work best for you as an individual? Could we change it to that? Sure. Okay. How defining your brand, how envisioning, how, how can you envision your brand to be much more successful at it coming alive? First the first two steps you can do with your eyes closed the first two steps of the seven steps of impact driven branding and the first step you heard me allude to it it's close your eyes and imagine your brand whatever your work is you might be a nonprofit you know you might be a social worker who touches people kids in the foster cases whatever it is you know you might have a safety vest that will change safety will safety, the levels of safety for people who work in the dark all over the world. That's one of my clients You're a manufacturer. It doesn't matter. First you close your eyes and you envision what your brand looks like when it's thriving, mm. thriving, thriving. Like the brand is touching lots of lives. You are touching lots of you're doing what brings you passion and you're thriving Business-wise, financially, you're even probably giving back more, you're contributing, thriving. You picture, what are you doing? And if you love to write, you're probably maybe writing books or someone's writing them with you or for you, and you're move, using a book to move the brand forward, a stake in the brand. Maybe you're speaking. Maybe your voice is an audio brand, but you envision it. Don't let anybody who says they're a branding specialist tell you what you have to do, you envision what brings you joy. Yeah. And then
1: mm-hmm.
2: envision step two is envision who, and you got to go to your heart, don't go to your head. I've been there, that won't help you, go to your heart. Um, and ask yourself who, paint a picture. You know you can impact their life with your work, with your product with your service, with your method, with your calling. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And maybe it is the book of Genesis. How can you affect whatever it is? Uh, And you write that down, define them. What is it about that person that makes them the person that you know you can help? Have they graduated from college so you know they have the capability to finish things? Do they make a certain amount of money so you know they can pay you for your work? Because you don't want to just work with people that can't afford you know what is it about them? Do is it a mom with a special needs child and she's she's a single mom and she doesn't know how she's going to provide for the child if something happens to her? Is it a couple that just you know got married and hasn't had children yet? Is it somebody that's just before retirement? Who is it? Go into your heart and ask yourself, hey. This podcast that we're running, hey, this system that we have, hey, this product or service, whom do I clearly see? Word is clearly in your mind's eye, impacting. Write that down. And then write down the levels of impact. Well, they I help them see themselves differently. That's pretty low level. They change their behavior. Well, a little bit of a higher level. That behavior becomes a new habit. Oh, higher the habit turns into abundance. Ooh, higher. The abundance they share with the community, higher. Now they give back and teach other people what they did and say, higher. What's the highest level of impact that your work, you clearly see it in your mind's eye now, will have on that person's life? That's it. Then you do another one. Do one at a time. How many do you need? There's no rule. You can do three and do two seven. I have a client that's 13 because she's a massive financial planner and there's 13 different stages of life that people' financial issues are different, their language is different, their care abouts are different. doesn't matter. When you write down those you clearly see impacting and the levels of impact, I'm here to tell you all that's left is to define the brand you must become. To make those impacts. To make the impact, yeah. Good and one. that is what the book is about. It says here, here the steps, people. You don't need a guru. Does that get us there?
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. And it took me forty-five years to get here. It's like just take it. Hopefully, I have thirty more. Okay, years. I have forty-five, but I'll do another thirty. I'm good. I feel like I'm thirty right now, just getting started. If people knew that and you, people who wanna impact others, and there's a lot, mm-hmm. and the older people get like people in our gender, they're there right now. There are some people who have done something for 30 years and they're like, I'm done with that. Now I'm gonna do what I love, but they need a brand. They want, they don't know what that means, but they know they need it. These are my people. And if you're listening, just get a hold of me and say, this is what I, this is where I'm at. Because people like me, they're on a yacht or on a beach usually, you know? <laughs> and uh and i'm not i'm still working but it's not work anymore it's love mm-hmm. because i believe god put those impacts in your heart and i believe i'm doing god's work so praise Indeed. god and that's on my new marketing metric by the way it sounds like this oh, i went to his workshop and and then one day it's like i saw my brain coming alive on paper oh praise god hey there's another one <laughs> welcome to my world
0: oh. <laughs> very good very good so we we're heading towards um end of our time. So we, we need to get a bit more from you. You've, you've mentioned your book and, and I like the title. It's Cratching, Cracking the Rich Code. So do you want oh to say a couple?
2: Yeah. Cracking the Rich Code is a is a compilation book. My chapter is actually a shorthand version of the seven steps. Ah. And, and what you can do right now as an entree, because it's a book, from entrepreneurs about entrepreneurs. Right. And, and I'm on the cover of my book with Tony Robbins endorses the book, his picture's there, Jim Britt, the, the legendary coach that was Jim Rohn's business partner is on mm-hmm. the cover. And and Kevin Harrington, and who was the first Shark Tank guy, he's on the cover. And me. It's like, yeah, that's a that's great thing. thing. And, and my chapter is about the seven steps. And here's what you can do right now: close your eyes and get people going so they start to rethink the purpose of business as could it be impact and get me there faster, get me to the money faster, get me to the impact. Yeah. That's, 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 that's what's in that book.
1: Excellent. Well,
2: my book is called the next book. That's all it's coming out later this year is called impact driven branding, seven steps to ensure your brand impacts people's lives in the world. Hopefully that title is good enough that I don't need to tell you what's in there. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that sounds good it's a how-to
2: book get on it
0: <laughs> when's that coming when's that coming out rich
2: i think it's we haven't picked the day of september probably it'll be okay. uh, uh aligned with my three-day event that's that's uh, going to happen just after that
0: okay i know we're getting close to the time and we we need to get some ask you how people contact you but before we do i, mm-hmm. I have a burning question that i like to ask all successful people and and we don't need to decide whether you're successful or not. We know you are and uh, really appreciate what you've been sharing with our audience. Mm-hmm. So in your experience with, with meeting so many different businesses, business people, uh, non-business people, is there a single characteristic, a mindset or a habit that would differentiate the successful from those who are merely average?
2: I believe so. And I believe it's vision. Vision. You know, in the Bible, it says man without vision, you know, people without vision perish, right? So I think it's vision, but let's put it in terms that you as a listener can act on. Mm -hmm. The clarity with which your brand speaks and speaks includes portraying a picture that's a vision of what you see for those whose lives you'll touch. Right. Okay. The clarity, and this is a quote from me the clarity with which your brand speaks shapes your impact. And so when you have a clear vision to say to people, I know this might be difficult, but this is what I see for you. Let the, you know, let, let us work with you, let the brand in, in other words, and, and this is what we see for your life, for your family, for your future. I know it might be difficult, but take our arm. We'll take you there. The clear, the more clearly a person paints that picture, And there's two kinds of clarity. There's that clarity for those whose lives they'll touch. And there's that inside the brand clarity that is the clarity of those people whose lives they know they can impact. Writing that down. That clarity is the other clarity. Those two pieces of vision, and that that one I just met comes from your heart. Who do I know? I can really, but articulating that clarity and doing that clearly and consistently that takes people to a whole nother level of success. And frankly, it's the most missing element. you go yeah. on a website. It's not there.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, no, thank you for that. Yeah. Yes. Make the sure it best. is there, by the way. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so Richard, uh, we are nearing the end of our time with you, but how do people contact you and how do they get a hold of your books?
2: Uh, I'm going to give you three ways, uh, but they all have a little gift. First, just email me. I will literally, I'll connect with you. We'll plan a Zoom call, rich at richbrands.org. Make sure it's .org. If you use a subject line blueprint, I will send you, email you, and you email you a copy of your impact-driven branding blueprint. And you'll have that to follow and get going right now and take some steps. The other way is I give away a free set. It's only 18 minutes total of videos Answering frequently asked questions about, wait for it, branding. Yeah. No baloney, no double talk, no entrancement, no niche, no essence, none of that stuff. Uh, There you go. Just straight answers to frequently asked branding. And that is at old school, www, sorry, dot, yeah, yeah, the brand you will become dot com the brand you will become dot com and i'll say in that same breath now no matter who you are now is the time to define the brand you will become
0: good thank you for Excellent.
2: that and the, I, the third way i put a facebook post in the chat for you okay. that literally offers, we do a half day event and that Facebook has a link in it. So if you can post that link, literally does a half day event called branding you with impact. And it will rearrange how you think about what it means to brand you as a unique individual, or no one else can copy that. And you come alive and attract exactly the people you want to attract and you get there faster what does that really mean come to the half day it's like it's inexpensive really really inexpensive i make it that way so that people go like i think i need this and you do can just come and it's not an issue you'd spend more at mcdonald's if you have a family
1: <laughs> yeah wow well, excellent excellent
0: you've got those That's, that's great. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Rich, we will put those links there for everybody and uh, listeners on audio only. If you go to the description uh, on whichever platform you're listening to this on, you will find all those links. Thank you, Rich.
2: And thank you. I really appreciate you asking and people would not know there even is someone like me and someone who says things like, I think this will be a blessing to your business and your life. And they think, is this really branding? Oh, it is, but watch out because when you, your business is not why you're here doing branding creates a platform that's abundant for your business, but it makes it easy for you to step from that platform into the purpose, why you're really here. And that's why I'm back in branding. And that's a good thing. So just talk to me.
1: Oh, very good Rich, thank you, you very was, much that was excellent thank you so much we'll have to have you back on the show in, mm-hmm. in the future absolutely i hope you would like i would like to i would, know, would, like to come I would back be honored i really would excellent well thank you again so much to all of you for tuning into our show we so appreciate you and again we love reading your comments but until next time everyone take care bye-bye
0: goodbye